Okay. Uh, that'll have to do. Okay, you talk. I can sing and talk. I can be a star. Good job. Okay, so what do you want to do today? Do you have like big topics in mind or do you want to do what like we've been doing the last like month and just like Potpourri! God, my ears. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Potpourri it is. Shall we just go then? Sure. Here we go. Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Saturday, April 29th, 2023. It is 20... Well, it just flipped from 208 to 209 UTC. Uh, as we're starting to record, uh, that's um, that's Friday night US time. Anyway, I'm Sam Minter and Yvonne Bo is here. Hello, Yvonne. Uh, hi. Hi. Have you have you have you had a lovely week? Have I had a lovely week? So I'm not going to say it's a bad week, okay? okay. But, yeah. but it's been a very busy week. But it's not been bad. It's just just a lot of stuff like going on. Okay, yeah, you know, that it, happens. It, 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 well, it's our fiscal. You know, I am in sales. Uh, you are you know, in sales. I've been in oh, sales. Okay. By the way, before we like get any much further any much further is that the right uh we are just once again going to do the thing where yvonne and i trade off picking topics we'll probably take a break after every two and we'll go until we feel like we're done uh because or we die or we die hopefully not during this show i you know but you know i mean you know maybe that will get us like more downloads and we freaking like you know die in the middle of that podcast actually probably not well it also yeah, depends right worth like, it. if you die during the podcast i'll still put it out but if i die during the podcast would you even be able to put it out i don't think so it's gonna be complicated it would be difficult you've got everything set up on your end yeah. I, mean, I would have to go to Seattle, and I'm like in the middle of, 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 of your family's grief. Hey, thanks, Siri. <laughs> in the middle of your family's grief, I'm like, hey, by the way, I need we, the computer to because to, you want to figure you know, out how we, to post the damn we, podcast. We need to post the podcast. I don't know if that will go over well. <laughs> you know, you know I, I know. I have been you thinking know, that I should have like an emergency piece of paper somewhere that says. In event of Sam's death, or I was going to say decapitation, but uh, d- disability, I guess, because <laughs> decapitation would follow along. Well, death disability. Would along. Yeah, but you oh, know, well, he, oh, no, okay, yeah, it's more to disability. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I guess, you know, decapitation is not what I meant, but you know, I have some sort of instructions for my family on how to put out a last episode or whatever. But you know, I haven't actually done that, so. You well, you guys would just have to know, figure it out. I think if I remember correctly, you guys told me that I'm executor of your will, so you could include it in there. I'll take care of it. Yeah, I, the instructions. I, I, the instructions are not currently there. 
Okay, well, you know, you can add that to the package. I guess yes, I already yes. got to handle it anyway. Then, you know, one other thing to do is, ah, oh, shit. Okay, fine. I got to push out a, a last final podcast. Yeah. Or maybe I'll keep, you know what? Or maybe I'll keep it going. If you, you could. You know what? I, I mean, you know, I probably, it'll, I'll be annoyed. About, you know, I'll figure, you know, if that's what your final wish is, I'll keep it going until I... <laughs> I can't anymore. There you go. There you go. Uh, right. and, anyway, the point was we're going to... Al- I don't even know what the hell I was talking about well, first. Well, hold on. I, I was just saying we're going to alternate topics because it's that kind of week again, and it has been a lot lately, but there you go. And what you were talking about, Yvonne, which could be your first topic if you want, was that you had... Uh, a kind of busy week and you were starting to talk about the fact you're in sales and end of quarter well, and all that. that kind of well, that's one thing that, yeah, well, it's not, it's the end of our fiscal year is like fiscal now, year. May. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so it, it's, it's very intense right now. I, I mean, I'm getting, I mean, you know, I've been getting bombarded with requests and things and, and I'm also pressuring, you know, people for deals and stuff or whatever. It's just, you know, so that that's been going on. And, um, and well, part of, you know, all the things between I have some construction going on. I, I had an attorney review some contracts or something personal I had and some stuff and whatnot, having all that shit going on. Then, you know, going into my but first, OK, uh, which you, you're like, how the hell does it get that? I, I posted a topic on our Slack, which was to remind me about this. Okay. Which which was the the subject was let me see how I wrote it down. Car I, electrical systems. Okay. Car car electrical systems. Okay. Yes. Yes. And you know what happened is that uh, along all these crazy things going on, yesterday I go and I have for full disclosure a pretty new a 2021. Okay, it's not even you know. Uh, I mean, it's I I have it more than two years, but it's a 2021 model year a Volvo S60 plug in hybrid. Okay, I've you know, I got that like near December uh, of and uh, for anyone who was listening to the show around the time he got his car, you can remember weeks and weeks and weeks of Yvonne raving about the car. Yes, I talked about it. I like the car very much. But one thing that happened yesterday and, and, you know, to be fair, this is a problem that happens with, you know, this is a. It's an issue with cars. Okay. I went to go and take Manu to school. Okay. Okay. So we get to the car as usual on time, you know, around, you know, like pretty us. quick yes, to get here. Ahead. Yeah. It's like, you know, school starts at eight. We're there at around 740, uh, a little bit before, you know, it's only 10 minutes to, uh, to get into the car line. Usually he's, you know, off the car before eight. No problem. Um, you know, so it's a blessing that it's like that close. Okay. And so, mm-hmm. you know, go, uh, I'm about to go, I'm about to go and Manu, you know, our, my car has the, 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 you know, just the pocket key fob and, and Manu was near the car and he, he put his hand on the door first. So it unlocked. Okay. Okay. And yep. so, um, and so it unlocked. Okay. But then I went and I, the next thing you do with my car is a plug in hybrid. I plug it into charge every time that I park it in the garage. Okay, right. Uh, and so I went to go un- un- unplug, t- take it off the the charger, and it's still locked in. Now, it, and I'm like, okay, there's an electrical lock that at the moment that you unlock the doors, unlocks 
the 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 cable so you can unplug it. I guess they don't want people driving away with charged it. Well, and also if you're um, it, it, well, yeah, because it, it won't. Well, the car won't start if it's plugged in. Okay, okay. it will. Okay, uh, I've by mistake got to try to do that, and it'll tell you, ah, you're not going anywhere. You're plugged in. Okay, so that's that's one thing. But but the other thing is, I don't I don't think they want people to like. If you have your car charging and you're out in public, some asshole going and unplugging unplugging it. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yep. So so it's locked. Okay. So usually just you'll hear in a little electric little motor, you know, activate and unlock it. And so, well, I get there, I can't unlock, I, I can't unplug the car. And I'm like, well, what the hell? And and I get into the car and my dashboard is that everything is digital. There's no analog gauges. So right. the, the main dashboard's digital. Everything is digital. And I get in the car and everything. Usually when you open the door, everything lights up. Okay. You know, you know, it, it's, it turns on before you even turn on the car. Uh, well, it's dark. Not, not a single light on. I'm like, right. what the hell? Um, and I go and I try to turn the, the little knob that, that, turns on the car nothing i mean not nothing nothing okay and i'm like i tell manu well thankfully my wife you know she has she has gotten back on the schedule she has been on a usual schedule going to work out early in the morning via the 6 45 a.m workout okay she actually that morning didn't feel well it didn't go so thank god her car was there and I'm like, okay. look, we're taking mom's car. Okay, get out of here. Let's go. And so um, I went and I got the, her keys. Uh, you know, I got the extra guy. I got an extra key for yeah, yeah. her. I went, I got the extra key, got in the car, took him to school, whatever, came back. I realized as I w- was walking away that uh, I saw the uh, the rear brake light. The Because the rear brake, brake lights like a loop. The moment that you unlock the car, everything like illuminates out, outside there's all sorts of lights that illuminate. I saw they were flickering like with like, it, I don't know. You've seen an led light and you put it on like very low voltage and it's okay. like flickering. And those are leds. that were flickering. So I'm like, man, it's, okay. So here's the problem that happens. And this is by the way, this is not exclusive to this car, but this is by design on Tesla's. I mean, all these electric cars, or plug-in hybrids, whatever. They still depend on a 12-volt battery for auxiliary systems, okay? Right. Door unlocking, all this stuff. And the, the, the big battery pack that powers the car does not, in any way, those two systems electrically don't talk to each other at all, mm. okay? okay? And so... The car was charged. Now, why is that? The, 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 I don't know. It makes no sense to me, okay, that you couldn't feed power from that system as well. I, I, I think you could have the redundant power. Hey, if for some reason, you know, you need some, you know, I, I, don't, I don't understand why, okay? okay. You, you I, I research mean, and get back to us later. I, I, but I, well, I, I have, I've not found out why I do know it's a problem because okay. I've seen, uh, people right now and not even look and forget about even with, uh, 
with electric cars. Uh, one of the things is that, you know, they've added so many things right now where, oh, the hood latch is electric, okay? Or or your trunk latch is electric. Well, you know, or or there are no keyholes whatsoever or keys. And the only way to open a car is fully electric. So I've seen cars where, um, it, the, I, I saw one car, you, I think in a Tesla, if I remember correctly, if you need to jump start the car, <laughs> I think I've read you have about to, this. you have to basically disassemble the front of the fucking car to get to that, to that 12 volt battery to do so. Okay. There is no easy access. Uh, I saw with Porsche and Audi where, yes, there is an access, okay? But, man, you better have the fucking, I've read the fucking manual before. Because it's so hidden to be able to get to the auxiliary latch, okay? Mm-hmm. That is hidden, okay, from everything. Because they fucking put an electric uh, uh, hood opening. Now, thankfully, my car... um does have a spare does have a key like if you if you pull on the door knob you will see there is a key hole okay and there and my hood latch is is manual so we were able to um to go and um and get there now you know because here's the other problem with this okay now i do have those things but here's the one problem that I have. Thank God I could jumpstart the car because if I had to put the car into neutral, there was no way to do so mm. to, to tow it. Right. And it was in the garage because it's, a, it's all electronic. If there is no power, I cannot put the fucking car in neutral. Um, so, and, and, and I could, well, I could fucking unplug the goddamn car. I got this goddamn cable dangling off of it. A tr- charger. <laughs> I'm like, where the fuck do I stick this damn thing? Right. So, but, okay, I, I went and I I called Volvo, okay? Uh, they sent somebody with a, with a, a charge pack. And they came and they we plugged it in. And we were able to turn on the car. Okay. So I drove, I drove it straight to Volvo and I got there to the dealer. They, 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 I parked it and I turned it off. I said, well, you know, let's see if it turns back on when the, when the dealership guy came out to try to get the mileage or anything, whatever off of it, the car wouldn't start again. Uh, right. So, but, but, it, it, but it was, you know, I got the car back the same day in the afternoon. It was just a 12 volt battery. Uh, it, it, it just died. But it's, man, I mean, I hate what they make everything electronic. You know, I love my electronics. But shit, man, why why do they make it that, you know, in an emergency with something that, the 12-volt battery is a thing that fails. It fails with, with, you know, they Predictable fail regularly. <laughs> yeah. They, it will happen at some point. You will have your 12-volt bat- car battery fail. I mean, you can't have the fucking car. So many things depend on something like that. I mean, there. I, it just, you know, you create a 
fucking electronic transmission that there is no way to put it in neutral. I do believe that there is a way to put it in neutral, but okay, you got to pull the damn manual to figure it out. Um, you know, so it, it's just, I, I, well, hell, that we started also. I mean, I, I mentioned the last time this is, I, I, I was hearing some people actually, this happened to my wife last week because my okay. wife went to Columbia, um, uh, because her cousin was getting married and her cousin got a, uh, 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 uh there's some kind of Renault, uh, hatchback EV car that they sell in that they sell over there and so she has this ev well they're driving and they got a flat and you know i don't understand why automakers now have chosen that spare tires are just not really necessary yes well you get a little tiny bit more space that they can advertise that you have for storage well you know the problem is now that you know what happened to them that what happened to them that happened to me they have this like gel stuff, whatever thing that, you know, some substance that's supposed to patch a hole that didn't patch my hole. They didn't patch theirs. My hole. That sounds terrible. Well, my, my, my hole some, in the tire. This is, this is some sort of euphemism that I have not heard about. Uh, <laughs> so about I, 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 it didn't patch your anyway, hole. Okay. It did, yes. And so, um, I, you know, the shit doesn't work. They have to get a tow truck, too. I mean, fuck, man. You need, you need. There are certain things that it, it, it's almost like what happened with like uh, Elon Musk and his damn rocket. Hey, you need a noise suppression system, and you need something to divert the flame so your your launch pad doesn't explode. We already tried this a billion times. We know that's the way it works. Okay, why are these fucking automakers? Hey, spare tires? Guess what? They work. <laughs> I have put more than once a fucking spare tire on my car and it's been able to get me somewhere, damn it. Yes. Yeah. By the way, actually, and, the one and by that, the, that, that and by for the some way, reason they avoid also yes, run yep. flat tires also work. And okay. here's the thing. And and I I've had cars with run flats and people complain about them. Oh, they're more expensive, whatever. They work. You don't have to be fucking you know fiddling with changing a tire, and you can go to a safe place and then take care of it at that point, whatever. And usually, you know, they are able to patch the tire, and it was fine. Oh, you got a nail in it, whatever. Here we go. We plug the hole. You're fine. There you go. You're done. I, I you know, but but they opt to put. No fucking spare tire, no run flat tires, and just this shit thing that doesn't work. I'm fucking people. I, I'm really getting annoyed with them. I, I I can see that you you are befit for a show named Curmudgeon's Corner. Yes. Now, what I will say is, uh, I was surprised that Volvo includes that as a warranty item. Okay. Because in my experience, yeah, because in my experience, uh, the battery is usually considered like a wear item. And, you know, uh, battery dies, you got to get another one. But no, they actually, they included that as, I guess, the battery that they put in the car. They told me, look, that battery is defective. They expect that that battery basically to last five years, the warranty of the car. And so if it failed prematurely, then definitely the battery was defective. 
Okay. So, but oh well. But anyway, I, I, yeah. You know, I, I actually just heard that, well, not just heard, it was published in the news recently that several automakers, uh, you know, because a lot of people are really complaining about cars with all electronic, uh, you know, no buttons. You right. talked about hitting a button when we got on, on the podcast, but you don't hit a button. You're clicking on a fucking screen, whatever. Okay. I'm talking about physical buttons. Yes. Uh, that Volkswagen, because of really harsh feedback from their customers. Well, well cause just, just has to, been just like, to, you know what? Play bringing be, be, back fucking buttons. Yeah. Cause, cause look, here's the thing. First of all, the touchscreens are miraculous. They can do all kinds of wonderful things, but when you're driving down the fucking road in the high on the highway or, or, or stop and go traffic or whatever, you're driving down the road and you just want to change the volume or something. Right. Or, or, or change I or, want turn, a knob. or turn or the heat up a little bit or whatever. You know, you want to have muscle memory to reach over and turn the knob without having to look and navigate and see the current state of your touchscreen because the whole point of the touchscreen is it can change and depending what you're doing it shows different things and so like yeah if it and if it doesn't if like the volume button is permanently in the same place then why the fuck is it on the screen the point of the screen is it can change so yeah the things like volume buttons the the ac control things that you things that you regularly want to change while driving you want to have that muscle memory. You want to have that physical thing. You want to make sure you don't have to look at it. Right. I mean, there, you know, there are just a whole bunch of things that don't deserve buttons. And I mean, and even like Audi created certain secondary displays that were, um, um, even they had like capacitive, you know, they reacted to your touch or whatever, whatnot, gave some feedback, but it's not the same as a fucking button. And so they're bringing back buttons. On some car, on their new, you know, this is on their new electric cars that they had launched. They're like, they had gone that route and they're like, everybody's like, eh, we're, we're going to bring back buttons. So, buttons. Yes. Buttons. No buttons. <laughs> okay, I fine. like buttons. You like buttons. You like beeping. You like blinking lights. Yes. It's, uh, it, yes, you know. I do. I like all of that shit. Yes. Uh, I do. I, I, I do too. I, those are those yes. are all cool things. And again, I have nothing against the touchscreen. I love the touchscreen in all kinds of contexts. It's just that particular kind of stuff people really need to be conscious of. You are fucking driving. You should not have to go look at the screen and figure out what's there to figure out how to do a simple task. I'm sorry. You know, uh, so... At, at Epcot, there is this ride called Mission Space, which which is like a, a it's a centrifuge. It basically simulates like it tries to give you some kind of simulation of a of a rocket launch and so forth and so on. They got an Earth mission, they've got a Mars mission. One thing is that when you sit in the cockpit there, you know, and you know, they try to make it, you know, it, it's it's pretty cool the way that they built this thing. It's got all these buttons, okay. things, and actually, well, during the mission, you will press buttons and things will happen. Okay, um. I, oh, it's it's so cool! It's got so many buttons. I I, I gotta admit, I like playing with all the buttons. <laughs> of course you do. It's just an entire panel. Like you remember, like those old aircraft, like spaceship panels with full full with 
buttons, panels, yeah, well, it, lights, and things. Yeah, yes! yeah. But but both yeah. the real like Apollo ones, but also like the the ones they had on science fiction shows that were all like right exaggerated that way. So yes. you've got you know you've got yeah you got that. It's great. Excellent. My turn. I think so. Okay. Now you may have just heard my dog barking. There, there, yes. there you go. So I'm I will, not deaf. Yes. <laughs> you know, sometimes I try to like edit out that and or we stop and wait for him to stop barking or whatever. And sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm just like, you know, it's the atmosphere of the show where the dog is barking. Fine. Whatever. Anyway, it reminded me to because I didn't have anything like really but firsty. I was more like, okay, I've got a list of serious topics, but like, then I rem, then I remembered. Don't choke. I will. I, show, please. I I will. Then I remembered. I will tell a brief anecdote about the freaking dog that I find amusing, and maybe you will too. I don't know. This dog is named Jetski, by the way. Um, and is what now three or four years old at this point. I don't know. It's been a little bit. Um, we got him as a puppy. Um, the, the older dog we had passed away in December. So he's a solo dog for the first time. And there, there are a couple things. Um, one, I will, I will fully admit that the fact that we had both dogs, actually resulted in us walking any of them less. And there are a couple factors here. One, we have a fenced backyard, so they can go out back and do their business whenever they want to. Okay, that's number one. Uh, Number two uh, is that when we had both, the older dog was really slow and wanted to walk, but not too much and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, the younger dog was very active and wanted to go faster and wanted to investigate more stuff. And, you know, it was really, really difficult. And the the younger dog is big and strong. So it was a, a little hard to control both of them at one time with a single person. So pretty much we only walked them both when we had two people to do it with, which wasn't all the time. And walking either one of them by themselves, the other one would get all upset. So we, they got walked less. The end result of all of this was for you, know, uh, for including other reasons too, but the vet says dog, ne- dog is overweight. Dog needs to l- lose like 25 pounds. Okay. We need more walking. We, we need more walking. Now also full disclosure, I need to lose fucking 25 pounds too. Maybe more, ah. <laughs> you know, so, um, so we are starting to try to walk a little bit more with the dog. Okay. Um, but, and, and so, and, and also the dog has had, you know, less opportunities for socialization than we would like. So I've also been working on like, okay, like if I'm going to go pick my son up from school, some of the time I'm going to bring the dog with us. So he sees all the kids around and gets used to like, there's lots of motion and activity and he's not like freaked out by that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so a a few things have happened. One where he now recognizes because I'm working from home. He now recognizes that 
when it is time to go pick up my son from school. Like there are certain set of things I'll do right before I leave, you know? Okay. Um, I'll, 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 I'll get, I guess I'll get up in a certain way. Um, I, I now have like a set of glasses I use for like computer that's separate from my other glasses. And if I've been working, I'll switch to my other glasses. I'll probably go to the bathroom before I leave. I'll grab my coat or my jacket. And so the dog is like, boom, I'm going with you. It is like following me to the front door. So I'm like, okay, fine. I will, I will take you with me. Um, and you know, so the dog comes with me to, to school. And, and by the way, the whole thing of like, he's, he's definitely getting calmer about like seeing other random people around. Like he's still like, will like rough at them a little bit, but like a few months ago, he would be like, if I, when I took him to school and all the kids were like running to their cars and blah, blah, well, not the kids cars, their parents' cars, my son's in middle school, but you know, he, he would be like all freaked out by that. Now he's just sort of like rough, rough every once in a while, like at one of them. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and so that that's working. That's he's calming down around those things, which is great. Um, but we'll go get him. And then the thing is, and I think I mentioned this before, um, with my, uh, m- my son does not eat at school. He has not since first grade. He just does, will not participate in that activity. So the first order of priority when we pick him up from school is we are going to go feed him. And, you know, as much as Yvonne was distressed by this the other day, often that means fast food, you know, mm-hmm. um, now, one one of these times, instead of like, you know, a McDonald's or a KFC or something like that, uh, we went to Starbucks. And of course, Starbucks has pup cups. So, which for those of you who don't know, it's a little tiny cup full of whipped cream, basically. That's all the freaking thing is. A cup full of whipped cream. <laughs> and uh, dogs love it. Okay. And so we went to the Starbucks. And he got a pup cup. And the first few times he did this, he he barked viciously at the barista. But now he recognizes if he's there, he's about to get a freaking pup cup. The other thing is they're free. Like they'll, they'll just add it to your order for free. It's just like asking for some water or something. Okay. Um, you know, so, you know, now... Like he, he makes much more friendly noises at the baristas. He'll, he'll still, <laughs> he'll, he will still talk to them, but like, it's, it's, mu- it's not like a fearful aggression kind of thing. It's more like, give me my pup cup, <laughs> you know? Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll give him, so he'll get the little thing. And um, so usually now when he comes with us to, pick up my son from school instead of going anywhere else. We'll go to Starbucks and we'll get the little pup cup along with whatever Alex and I get for a snack. Um, and so then he is now in the habit though, that as soon as we get home from Starbucks, he expects a walk. And depending on what's going on that day at work, I can usually fit in a, um, uh, a, a walk at that time of day. Uh, so we'll go on a walk. Well, and, and there, there are two things. One, this, this is the weekday pattern. Um, if there, if we are doing this on a weekend, he will sometimes ask for a walk. We'll go for a walk. He'll do a short walk. Well, let me, yeah, I'm, I'm jumbling up my stuff. Let me finish the first story first. Um, anyway, 
he'll ask for a walk. And after we get, we, we pick up my son from school and then we go to Starbucks and then he has his cup, 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 pup cup. And then we go for a walk. And depending on everything that's going on, it, you know, th- there can be short walks, long walks. Like we'll, we'll do anywhere from like a really short one for us would be like 15, 20 minutes. A long one would be a full hour. Uh, there have been times where we've gone more than an hour, depending on what's going on. And, you know, if we've got nothing else going on and it's a nice day and the dog wants to, we go, we'll go longer. Anyway, the point of all of this rambling, though, is... Yes. When we get back from the walk, the dog immediately goes to the door of the car and asks to go back to Starbucks. What? Well, not like with words, but the dog is like, the dog is like, I want to go back in the car. I want another ride. I want another fucking pup cup because, because that's what we do. Right? Like, so is right. trying to generate an infinite loop and uh, we've started telling him no infinite loops. Okay. Cause what, cause what I was going to say about the weekends when it's not like right after school, he'll ask for a walk. And what he's started to do now is he will say, he will, t- he will be like, I want to go out. I want to go out. I want to go out. He will then start walking up the driveway and out the driveway and we'll start going for a walk but he'll go down the street a little bit, then he'll turn around and then he'll come back and then he'll come back in the driveway like five to 10 minutes later. Like not, not, not even our, like our full short walk. He'll, he'll go out for a really short walk, like maximum 15 minutes, go right to the car and being like, okay, I walked a little. Can I get my treat? Can I get my treat? Can we go? And like, sometimes we we have done it. And unfortunately he is now trained into this pattern. So he's like short walk, then Starbucks, then a long walk. And then at the end of the long walk, he'll go back to the car and ask to go again. And we're like, no, absolutely not. Not a second one. And he still asks, but like, anyway, the point of all this is, you know, if, if walking is, if more walks, we've we've been on a lot more walks in the last month than we have been in like years. Okay, both the dog and me, you know. But here's the thing: if every walk is accompanied by "Let's go get some fucking empty calories from Starbucks," then any attempt of that to actually make either of us lose any weight or get more fit or anything is completely in fucking not, not really working very well. I, I, not with all, pop cups. And, and, what are you getting where you go? Oh, like I, 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 I'll usually some, sometimes it's only water for the drink. Uh, but sometimes I'll get like a big calorie, heavy fucking coffee drink or, or tea or whatever, but with a bunch of sugar in it, which I shouldn't be doing anyway. And then, uh, like, I don't know, a grilled cheese sandwich or something. So yeah, it is not like a net positive direction here. Like even though we're exercising more, we're completely canceling it out. And also like when I walk by myself, I go at a decent pace. When I walk with the dog, you stop in every 20 or 30 feet to smell things and do whatever. And so it's not like a super fast walk either. So it's not like I'm getting my heart rate up or anything like that. So anyway, the point is, the dog is now training us that I, I'm I'm going to fake you out with a short walk. Then I want my goddamn treat 
from Starbucks, and then I'll go on a slightly longer walk and then try to fool you into taking me again, etc. So, and we've fallen for it and it's become a pattern and we're all laughing about it, but we have to cut it off at some point. We have to be like, okay, maybe you'll still get the treat every once in a while, but not every single freaking walk that completely undoes everything. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so and it, it's not helpful for any of us. So no. anyway, that, that, that's my story. The dog, the dog now like knows, Hey, if you get in the car, you're likely to get a sweet treat. So every time you got to get a chance, ask to go in the car. Well, so that's <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll keep you informed. Keep keep us informed. Yes, I want to see what what happens. But you know, we we will both gain. We'll both gain twenty five pounds instead of losing it. That's what's gonna fantastic happen. plan. Great plan. Sounds sounds great. <laughs> okay, with that, let's take a break, and then we. Yeah, there he's talking again. Uh, we'll take a break, and we'll start uh, going back and forth on, uh, I guess, more serious topics. We'll see. Back after this. Do you want to understand what is really going on with the presidential election cycle? Then go to electiongraphs.com right away. There you'll find charts and graphs covering the nomination processes in both parties and the general election race for electoral college votes. For the delegate races, we track not just delegate totals, but also the ever-important analysis of how each candidate has to do with the remaining delegates in order to actually win. For the Electoral College, we track state-by-state poll averages to categorize which states are actually in play and which are not in order to show you the range of likely electoral results and how that changes over time. Sure, you can get some of this stuff elsewhere, but not in exactly the same way, and not from me, Sam, your prime curmudgeon. I think my election trackers are better than the rest, so come look at mine, electiongraphs.com. Kaboom. Anyway, uh, it's your turn again, Yvonne. Pick a topic. Uh, it's my turn again. To hell. Um, Take your time. It's okay. No one, no one's like expecting anything. You know? Bye bye, Tucker. <laughs> Yeah, this is another one of those things that here by the time we get to the end of the week, it feels like it it's seems like forever, it was like three was, years ago, but it was only Monday and it's Friday as we're recording this. So, yes, indeed. So tell tell us, tell us about the lovely Tucker, Tucker Carlson. Well, I mean, starting with the announcement, which was. Uh, I mean, very sudden. I mean, Tucker went into Friday, did his show, signed off, and said, see you Monday. Okay? And then on Monday, it's announced, well, we had uh, reached a mutual agreement that he will no longer be at Fox. Um, And everybody was like, whoa. Um, As details started leaking of what happened, uh, it seems that the 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 whole thing, the tipping point, um, 
that caused uh basically Rupert to say get rid of this guy. Just just he's done. Um was when the discovery came of and, and when they sifted through all the messages and everything that had been going through. The the messages that seems to have torpedoed him. And I, I don't think it was just it was just the last straw thing. Well, yeah, because there were lots was, of things going on. There, there were, were already, lots of things. There were already a bunch of revelations of things he had said and done at, as part of the Dominion stuff. Right. There was apparently a new lawsuit incoming based on bad behavior he had with one of his right. producers. Sexual harassment and other things. But yeah, and but then just, and then the thing you mentioned. The, the thing that I was going to mention, which is that he basically was shitting on all the Fox executives. Um, basically saying just, you know, called the, the one that was the worst is something about calling one of the top executives a cunt or should I just say C word? Well, yeah, let, let's be nice. Then. Say that. Yeah, say that. It, well, I, I'm just repeating what he said. I, I don't okay. use that word. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm trying to, th- you know, there are other insults that I use or other things. I cannot remember ever having called anybody such th- that. I I don't use that word. Okay. I find it Continue. very disparaging. Okay. Continue. Um, you know, so um it, it well by the way, the reason I think th- I think that that word is very offensive because I don't think that there is any there there isn't any use of it that anybody would do it in a positive light. And mm. it seems to me that it's one of the most insulting things that you can say a, a, about a woman because I, I, I don't know for whatever reason the usage is almost like it's just meant to be you're oh you're a woman and you suck. I, I there there isn't anything positive about it. Like you know I got people call you know you know you know even like with some friends of mine or women calling hey bitch or something or whatever but it was like playful they, 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 or they would call or, or they would say that uh, say that about themselves okay because there are certain positive characteristics about that also it means female dog so um but but anyway but, but there is no positive back, connotation back to, to that but anyway but anyway look uh, these people had been taking quite a lot of heat probably i'm sure from a lot of people about all of this and this lawsuit was very invasive and costly in the end look after murdoch sold um basically all the fox other fox properties to disney a few years back um you know fox uh, news is the like, primary earnings like the, the movie the the movie uh studio that all fox was a whole bunch of other stuff too right you're talking yes, you got rid of all, everything but yes. fox news yes he got every he got rid of everything except uh, all the fox t- uh, tv studios uh all the cable channels um i i, I you know uh, the only thing that he kept was was uh, F- Fox TV network um and Fox News the rest he sold it included the channel FX uh 20th Century Fox Studios just everything and that, that was really i mean it was a big transaction disney paid 70 80 billion dollars for it okay um and it left them with some, very little 
Fox News makes about $2 billion a year. Basically, I had to pay $800 million to, for, because of the shit this clown did. Um, so it's almost all the profits for like half a year. And and worse, they've got this other lawsuit coming in. But it was just the inv- whole invasive thing about it. You know, his show really was not making money in, in terms of advertisers or whatever. Um, his show over the last few years, because of all the toxic shit he said, all the normal like advertisers just avoided it like the plague. The only people he had were people like my fucking pillow. Um, where it counted a little bit that it did help was that because he built audience numbers, it helped justify uh, going to cable networks to be able to get them to pay what they pay for Fox right now, which I believe is $2 per subscriber, which I find is something really annoying because I, I, I honestly, I, I have Fox news added to several, you know, to my TV packages. And I, I, I'm one that's like, okay, great. They, they got rid of ESPN, which you can't, oh, because, because it's expensive, but I'm like, why the hell can't I just get rid of Fox? I don't want it. I really don't want it. As a matter of fact, I would like not to have any of the TV, pa- any of the, none of the, most of the news channels, but anyway, um, it's so it, it really put him, this entire situation turned on Rupert being just fed up. He, I mean, he basically had to pay this money just not to be for all of them to be dragged in front of, in court, in front of everybody. And he was disparaging of them. And I think that, and, and according to everyone, that was the last straw and the lawsuit as well. Um, it, it was the guy, it, but, but that was the last straw. All the, all the damn comments. Apparently Tucker was, they were saying, oh, uh, you're going to be embarrassed. They were like, um, he, they, they, he was actually so like believing that he would never get fired that right. lawyers went and told him, Hey, we got this. Um, we got them to, uh, you know, we got this redacted, so it doesn't. So this this won't come public. And he was like, he said about the the uh, executives at Fox. He was like, "Oh, that I want it public. I don't care about the Trumps the Trump stuff." I said, "You know, I, I mean, I would have rather had the Trump stuff covered up. That, that I wanted. That I wanted public. <laughs> the disparaging comments about the Fox executives, right." I mean, he flat out said that. I, I, I mean, he really. I just think that, you know, when you're the boss and you've got your employee who thinks that he, he owns you. I think a guy that is such a powerful person as the, you know, Rupert and La- Lachlan were like, "Fuck this clown. He thinks he owns us. Screw you. You're fired. Get out of right. here." You know. Yeah, I mean, as someone pointed out, like, take a fraction of the various things he's done that would get you fired almost anywhere. Right. Oh the God. O- the only thing yes. that, I mean, obviously they kept him because he made them tons of money for a while. Uh, but you know, when you have all these things pile up on top of each other. Okay. Bye. I mean, and it, and it's like, because look, I, I've had to go through through uh, 
a pre-trial uh, deposition process and discovery and all of this stuff, okay? Like they had to go. And the level of invasiveness that they went through and how exhausting it is to have to prepare for a trial, okay? I mean, because they send you written into interrogatories, you have to go into deposition, you have to prepare for the trial, you're going all of this stuff. Each one of these sessions is not uh is 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 very exhausting. They're very draining. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they deposed all of them. I'm sure at one point they were just like, I mean, they, they were just this was a big deal. And and he was gotten into it by by a group of people that basically went on TV saying shit that they knew was a lot. And and, and I and I I will add another thing that I'm pretty sure that Rupert was pissed off about. Okay. It's like if you fucking clowns are going to go and think all of this, why the fuck do you, you know how could you all put this shit down in writing? Uh-huh. I mean, seriously. You went and you just wrote it down? What? You think that they're not going, you know, you didn't think they were going to sue? You don't well, think they're going to go through discovery? What the fuck were they thinking? Well, also, you know, just along the lines of there are ways they could have been pushing the same disinformation without having to go after particular companies. That's right. You know, they could That's have right. They still could have been pushing. It's all been stolen, blah, 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 blah. But without making up shit about like, you know, the voting companies being controlled by Venezuela and being intentionally blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They didn't have to do that little extra step. It didn't actually help them that much. I guess you didn't have to bring on somebody that specifically in the prep. You're saying how what a psychopathic lunatic that they are. You don't believe a goddamn word about what they're about to say. I mean, what they did with Sidney Powell. Yeah. I mean, it was just ridiculous. I mean, you know, we're all thinking this, right? We believe this. And they're trotting them out. And it's like one of these things that I'm like, you know, they themselves don't believe her shit. It's just so fucking well, crazy. And, and But I, I don't know that Rupert cares if they believe it because it's all instrumental. They are trying to achieve a result, but they did so without being careful. Like, I, I mean, I, if, I, if, if they had know, done it in a way that wouldn't have gotten them caught, I th- I don't think Rupert would care. I think that there is a big difference uh between Okay, you're going and you're saying and and maybe it's the whole thing like you just said. It's naming a company specifically. Yeah. Well, I think we got robbed. Okay? You know, you're not going to get into trouble for that, but but saying what they did, which just crossed every line into directly, you know, accusing a company with no no evidence whatsoever of I, of I mean this, you this you stuff. could even talk about all the cheating but portray the voting machine company as another victim of the cheating. 
as opposed right. to saying that they were responsible for it. Or you could say voting machines generically without calling out company A or B. You know, there are all kinds of ways that you could have avoided the lawsuit. And there still, are a whole bunch of pushed your same and so and so I think I I I really believe that that entire complete incompetence at handling that was also a reason why he was just fuck all these people. I cannot have these clowns working for me. They're not smart enough to do what the fuck I wanted to. I want them to do without without make putting us all into trouble. Yeah, but they only fired Tucker. They haven't fired. Virtual remote. Oh, they fired his. You say her name? uh, Maria. Maria. Well, they fired his producer. Nobody cares about Maria Bertero. Nobody knows that she exists. Well, she she was doing half the shit. Was her her show was driving a bunch of stuff. They were sued over. Nobody watches her show anyway. (laughs) Nobody knows. You know who the hell? I mean, what the hell are the ratings for that chat? Nobody watches that shit. Nobody knows. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's one of those that I'm just like, yeah, probably, but probably, but probably the difference is she didn't say that, you know, uh, whatever executives that at Fox yeah. are fucking, that's, that's what I'm know, saying. It's not assholes. just, it's not just the dominion lawsuit stuff because other people well, would look, be fired too. It's dominion plus. Well, look, they also, y- listen, but listen, listen, it, it, they, they fired his producer too. They fired his producer too, but you got to remember also they fired uh, what's his name, uh, Lou Dobbs. Yeah, a few years back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it was like you know, but it was when you know, and it was a you know over some of this kind of you know conduct as well because Lou Dobbs also was like, oh fuck all of you too, okay, and and he was getting him into hot water, and. And it was actually, it was after, no, it was, yeah, I'm right. He was, um, it it was after the election as well, because he was also pushing this shit too. Mm -hmm. Um, it was 2021. Okay. Um, it was February 5th, 2021 to be precise. Um, and there had been a lawsuit related to this as well. Um, so, um, so the other thing it was related was to Men- the, no, it was related to Dominion and Smartmatic as well. Yeah, I keep yeah. forgetting okay. this. Venezuela, yeah, um, you know, yeah. So they also got, you know, they got sued over Lou Dobbs. Now his show was smaller, and yeah. they had done a whole bunch of other things. So they were like, "Fuck him, get rid of him," you know. Yeah. Well, it's it, again, it's like it's the building of several things on top of each right. other, right? But the other right. thing to mention before we move on from Tucker is it was also reported that Fox has accumulated a dossier of negative Uh, stuff on Tucker Carlson that basically, in order to get him to behave now, instead of, hey, after I'm fired, I'm going to say bad things about Fox for the next year, (laughs) um, they're basically like, look, if if you misbehave, we're releasing all this shit on you. Now I, I I have to admit that uh, while sinister and evil, also great at the same time. Well, isn't isn't that <laughs> blackmail though? Like what what you know it is? I don't know. I mean, um, he probably um, deserves it, um, but uh, I mean, look, 
it, um, it, it, I think, um, I'm sure they have lawyers that are I'm making sure they are exactly. doing it in a perfectly legal way. Legal matter. Right. And, and, and it's probably like, yeah, there's probably a non-disparagement clause in his termination agreement. That, that, I, 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 listen, I, I had a non-disparagement clause in my, my, my termination agreement, so I'm sure he had one too. But what, wasn't there a court case very recently that determined that those were not allowable? Or is that non-compete? Anyway, one no, of there, those- there, no, the FTC, no, the FTC is, it's not even a court case. The FTC is trying to, and I don't think they've passed up that regulation. They're reviewing to okay. pass a regulation to bar non-competes. Okay. Uh, um, That's what yeah, I was but, thinking. But not, yeah, but not the non-disparagement. I, I checked, uh, you know, I had our, my, my, my lawyers check that. They said that that was ironclad. Um. That, well, because yeah. it's conditional, right? They they can't make yeah. you sign the non-disparagement, but they can say you'll only get your severance if you sign it. And right? here's the thing. They've got to buy the balls because they're paying him um, still, uh, even though they took him off the air. I think they're they're going to finish paying his contract. OK, mm-hmm. they are finishing paying his contract. OK, um, so basically, if they made him sign, hey, you know, we're going to finish paying your contract. You got the non-disparagement, then you know he he can't he can't do anything, or you know whole forfeit. I think it's about forty million bucks. Nice. So, well, I wish I would get fired and get paid forty fifty million dollars. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, actually, if they paid me four, I'll take four million, two million to get fired. I'll take a million. Look, I'll look. I'll knock it down five hundred thousand. Well, no, I don't want to get fired for five hundred thousand. That's not enough. No, I can't do all that. <laughs> but but look, if we're talking five million, look, you want to fire me, Larry? I love you. You know, you, you know. Look, don't, don't get this wrong. If you're, but if you're listening, and look, you need listen. You need to pay somebody five million for not to work. Look, I'll, I'll look. I'll take the bullet for you, buddy. Okay, all right, I'll do it. All right, just in case. But right. I love you though. Okay, great. Okay. A- a- anything else to say about Tucker? I, I you know, the the one other thing oh, I anything guess else is... to say about Tucker? Okay, yes, I have something to say about, about Tucker. <laughs> oh, God. I yes. fucking hate that bastard. Okay, all right. Can I just say this? That the guy is evil. Really, truly an evil, wicked man. I really, you know, he is what I the reason why people, well, why are you like happy about his firing or whatever, whatnot? Because he is a fucking consummate grifter, just a fucking racist, and just an evil scumbag. Well, there's a nice summary. Uh, the one additional thing I was going to mention is speculation about what he's going to do next. Um, RT has I'm gonna already, guess that yeah the, I'm R- gonna guess that 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 you know with because they're still paying his severance they're not gonna let him go somewhere else for now until that 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 is paid out there's got to be some sort of time frame on that as well yeah like um, yeah now but there has been talk RT has already offered him a job um <laughs> so wait you wait so so yes. Russia today has offered yes. him a job oh, okay. yes sorry well, yes oh, well that would I mean that would that would make sense. 
no no reports on him accepting that in any way but no they have offered could he even le- but he could he even okay legally accept that offer right, right now? like you're saying he probably can't right now um, oh no 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 but but for beyond i'm talking about the sanctions Oh yeah, our, our, well, RT is still on the air in the U.S., isn't it? And they're still they're no. still U.S. based hosts, aren't they? Or did did they get that shut down? Of, that I know of, that they're not on in the U.S. anymore. Uh, okay, check, but I don't think they're on in the U.S. anymore. Okay, let's check. Um, where to watch RT? Um, where to watch? No, you can't use my location. Uh, okay, uh, y- y- USA it is only available via the internet. Right. They 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 had to shut down all their operations in the U.S. So yeah, you can only watch it through the internet. Yeah. Well, okay. He could, yeah, he could still go there, but he probably won't. Like the the other speculation well, was well, just. I, you think know, it's, I get it. Well, signing a contract with a sanctioned company is a little bit difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, um, but there's then there's all you know, Newsmax and uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah OAN and all of those other sort of conservative networks that could take him. I'm sure there's radio yeah, opportunities. Yeah, but here's, here's the problem though that they've got. None of those can afford them. You know. I mean, unless he's willing to take a massive pay cut. Well, at some point he might have to, right? Well, no, well, I shouldn't say have he's to. Like have he's to. well, he's well off. He could probably go the rest of his life without making another cent if he wanted to. Right. But people like this often have gotten used to being able to spend a certain amount and don't want to slow that down. So they, you know, so yeah. Oh, he lives in some kind of fucking, but listen, this guy made over a hundred million dollars from his Fox contract. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm sure he's, I'm sure. Now, aside from the media opportunities, there have been people speculating about him running for office. Oh, God. I, I have heard speculation about running for Senate, running for president against Donald Trump, or being Trump's new VP. <laughs> I've heard speculation about all of those. Um, and the thing is, I could see it. Mm. You know, I could see him doing that. Now, I don't know how well or not it would succeed, but I could certainly see it. He's got an audience out there who's pissed that he was fired. He's got a bunch of people who know him and like him. If he wanted to run for office, he could. I will say that I I think Tucker Carlson is once again one of these... um, all one shelf. of these things no 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 okay it, it, it's just that um you and i know about him right but i i don't and and it's something that panders definitely to the core of the republican party right okay right and but i i don't know about he doesn't have any it's a very limited. Well, let, let, I don't think put, that he's. I don't think that he is that well known as he is to pr- people like you and me. I, I don't. It, I don't I, know. I, that, I think he's known by the people he would need to to do that. I mean, here's the thing: like, he's not going to win a general election in a purple or blue state. For God's sake, of course not. No, uh, may, maybe some purple, but could he win a Republican primary almost anywhere? I think he could. 
I, maybe not against Donald Trump for president, but for like, uh, yeah, if, especially if you go to a state that's already a red state and, you know, he's going up against some local Yahoo. I think he could that, you know, especially if it's an open seat or something. Yeah, he could do that. I think he could. I, I mean, I guess. Now, whether I, I he would want one, to but, or not is an entirely different story. Right. I mean, I would, you know, but look, look at the. I think we would have said the same thing about a guy like Glenn Beck or uh, or Bill O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. And where the fuck are those people? What's the last time you heard Glenn Beck's name uttered anywhere? Yeah, they they just all sort of disappeared. I mean, they, they yeah. I I O'Reilly was on again talking about Tucker. You know, I saw some clips of him and stuff. But that's a that's a different story. Right? right? You know, that's I mean, the guy is just, but otherwise, like most of these people who have been fired from Fox, maybe they go on, like some of them, you know, they do their own independent podcasts. Maybe they get on in a smaller place. Maybe they do some writing at some conservative, you know, websites, whatever. But for the most part, they disappear because the truth is while all of those things have some traction within the conservative ecosystem, none of them holds a candle to Fox News. I I think that um, most of these uh, talking heads on TV, uh, the network makes them for most of them. It's very rare that they carry over into anything else. They, they can't, you know, if I if I went and I said, uh, I'm, I, if Newsmax say offered twenty thirty million dollars a year for them to um, bring him in because he'll build his network, I think that that's something that wouldn't work. It, it's and I'm and I'm saying that just from what's happened in that slot. If you think about it. They went through several people, and all of them were number one in their ratings. Mm-hmm. And the person that was previously there is like they don't exist. I mean, Glenn Beck left left TV, and pfft, he may be making money, but he's nowhere near the, the the person the the known personality that was there. Fox made him, so did Bill. So Bill, and so was Tucker. And without the network, I don't see how they. They stay relevant. It's just that that damn network has that ability to keep those people relevant. And I, I like I said before, I'm sure that they will put some other abhorrent asshole in that time slot. Yeah, I'm. Ju- I'm just looking up Glenn Beck as you're talking about that. He currently hosts an hour long afternoon program on weekdays. And a three-hour morning radio show broadcast on The Blaze. Uh, you know, so. Yeah, it was the last time you heard, it, it, you know, you had to look it up because. I mean, I'm sure, it, you know, like all these grifting assholes is making some decent money and whatnot. But are they really relevant in the public discourse? No. A- at least they don't 
penetrate past the sort of conservative media ecosystem. They're no. You know, whereas we we heard about what Tucker was talking about, even if we or didn't what Alex Jones right, exactly, yeah, or Hannity, right? Yeah, I mean, you did hear about these people, but these guys, or or Alex Jones, you heard fuck, or a hell of a lot more Alex Jones than we've heard about Glenn Beck or Bill O'Reilly, right? Okay, Any, anything else? Uh, no, apparently one thing is that I just saw the news that I'm like, fuck this. The guy is in Florida right now. What did he live in for, you know, New Hampshire, Vermont? Why why can't he stay up there? Why, why are we importing all these assholes? Uh, You you know, I I was going to pick a different topic next, but since you mentioned importing assholes, um, well, first I I was plugging them, plugging holes. Now I'm importing assholes. I don't know. (laughs) I was going to go with something else, but instead I had on my list accelerating political sorting, uh, which goes along with what you're saying, right? Um, And specifically what's been in the news a lot lately is about people, especially trans people, but other people as well, feeling like they are endangered within the states that they're in, within red states who are passing all these anti-trans laws and things like that, and are preparing to or in progress of leaving. And, you know, that's sort of the ones you're hearing about the most. I know there was um, a basketball player who's leaving Florida, apparently. I I don't know these people. I'm sure you do, Yvonne. Um, Oh, oh, so you actually, I didn't even share that. It was Dwayne Wade. So Dwayne Wade was... uh, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, he is. Uh, I mean, he is the preeminent player for uh, our, our team, the Miami Heat. So I went to I went to the game last Saturday with Manu, um, and yeah, he said that you know, um, look, he has a he has a child, Saya, that she, you know, uh, I mean, she transitioned. And she came out as trans when she turned 15 and he yeah. feels that he, it is not a safe it, space. It is not. And he moved to California because of that. And, and he's the, a famous one who said that, but I've heard over the last couple months, lots and lots of sort of quote unquote, normal, non-famous people who are at the point where they feel like they have to move to be safe for their families. And there are, you know, organizations putting out travel warnings about not going to these red states if you are not, you know, a straight white male, essentially. Um, and you de- you de- definitely see like a lot of in in some of the states that are moving the most aggressively with the anti-abortion rules, the anti-trans rules, all of these things. There there are people who are very seriously talking, if not actually moving to get out of those States, uh, just, uh, and not even moving out, but also not moving in. There's all kinds of reports about when kids are considering where to go to college, they're outright rejecting red States where they don't feel like they'll be safe or, you know, the abortion rules, are not ones that they can feel comfortable with, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then you mentioned uh, 
migration in the other way of like Tucker Carlson moving to Florida, you also well, he see owned that, the house down here for yeah, yeah, I'm sure he did. But you also there are also patterns of conservative leaving conservative leaning people leaving blue states and heading to red states. So this is a pattern and that you've seen this pattern has been going. Thank you, Siri. This this pattern has been going on for a while. Like one of the things you see in patterns has been red states getting redder and blue states getting bluer, but it seems to be accelerating. And I have heard more about people moving for this kind of reason in the last few months than I have had in a long time. I I mean, well, we've talked about this for the last couple of years. I I will say this. I'm not fucking moving. And I I will say, because I don't think that a way to affect change, you know, we kept talking about, hey, one way to get certain red states to move to blue is, you know, people stop not, you know, some people People, actually- People have to migrate the other way. Like I've said before, like you take some of these small states like Wyoming- they seem very red percentage wise, but you actually need a relatively small number of actual like transplanted blue voters to flip those states because they're yes. so small, you know, right. uh, and, and and more to the point, purple states, like forget the deep red and deep blue states, the states that are somewhat close. Like if 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 you get people fleeing like we're talking about, then you just you build that in the red states will get redder because of blue people fleeing. Um, Look, I, I you, 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 you want to encourage the other direction almost to like go and fight. But the problem is that it's, it's all well and good to say like to certain people like, Oh, stick, stick it, you know, stick it out or move to the purple state in order to fight for the side that you're on. But if you actually feel like you or your family is in danger, that changes that equation entirely. No, I get that. But for most, look, thankfully, you know, look, I I, I get that. But, uh, you know, just it's not a good idea still. I I just don't think it is. Even, you know, uh, I mean, look. Dwayne Wade is a is a guy that it, it was originally he wasn't from here hometown. He was from Illinois. His wife was not from here either. Um, yeah, you know, and, and she 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 worked in Los Angeles too. So to them, it was you know an easier thing. But you know, f- to a lot of us that have our families and all our connections and everything like based down here, I, I'm sorry, but you know. Not that long ago, this state voted for Obama. This state was only lost by a few thousand votes one way or another. This isn't, you know, and and, and to go and like to do perpetrate that to me seems insane. Um, You know, I understand that certain individuals have their, their individual cases and they have to do what they have to do to take care of their family. I completely understand that. And I, I don't begrudge Dwayne Wade for doing the decision that was best for his daughter. I, I don't, but you know, if, if it's something that you can manage through because the situation is not as complex, then, you know, some of us have to stay and fight 
so those people don't have to keep doing that, damn it. I mean, you can't just, you know, because there's a lot of people that can't move. Yes, there are, there are a lot of people where it's just not an option. They can't do it financially. They've got connections, right. like you said. They're they're taking care of elder, they're taking care of family relatives, whoever. Right. You you don't know. Like they're it 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 is a relative. Can't just demand of these people. Yeah, I mean, th- this is also where people where people occasionally say, like, you know, hey, you know, if if the red states all want to like secede and make their own country go for it we don't want them anyway well you're abandoning all kinds of people <laughs> you know who'd be screwed by that situation who can't leave right and and right. this this the same thing yeah, yes there absolutely are tons of people who are who their situation just does not allow them to leave financially or otherwise right, right. and you definitely and like i said if everybody just said you know, I'm a Democrat, I'm moving to a blue state, I'm a Republican, I'm moving to a red state, then all of our sort of societal division problems would get so much worse, you know, because all of those states would essentially be completely locked in. Um, You know, but yes, but I still like, depending on the situation, like, you know, Lots of people are going to be up and moving. Lots of people are moving already. Lots of people are making that a significant part of their decision-making process of where to take the next job, uh, of I, what I, to I'm do gonna next, tell you something. I, 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 the numbers of people actually moving is it's, you know, it's still relatively has, small. It, it, it's just in, it, in, in, the, in the total amount of like people. Look, where is a state that has, what, 20, 30 million people? You know, we're talking, you know, we're talking thousands, okay, literally of people that we're talking about. We're not talking, we're not talking a million people are leaving the state. Uh, so in, in the end, in terms of, well, I, I, mean, I don't think, not, I don't, not, I don't, not in a given short time frame, right? But they're long-term migrational trends as well that, you know, of people moving back and forth. And it's just that. Not the, but, the political, but even like in a, over a couple of years, we're talking about well, well, a I'm migration. Talking about, I'm talking about over ten or twenty years. Okay, but, yeah, but over uh, ten or twenty years, look, so much as will change as well. Yeah, well, exactly. But all I'm saying is that one, it, you can already see the political situation in states becoming a salient factor in people's decision making about where to go in a way that was much less true five or 10 years ago. That's that's to- now that's totally true. That, that is a hundred percent true. And, and I think it's, it, it's over the course of an election or two, you know, over, you know, a decade, uh, this will make a difference in some areas. And, yeah. um, and, and I think some of it is going to be just that accelerating trend of, you know, like I said, red states getting redder, blue states getting bluer. The purple states are where the battle is, as always, you know, right. like and, and but in the meantime, the places that are already extreme are probably going to get more extreme. I'm going to I'm going to counter you on that one. OK, I, I think I, I think that we are at. We've had always these periods of of radical movements in different directions okay uh-huh. o- over our history 
because of a couple of the things that I've seen politically happen in terms of people, I, I, I in terms of people pushing back on some of this uh, abortion legislation. I just saw two red states fail. Yep. To be able to pass abortion bans, South Carolina and and I think it's Oklahoma or Kansas. Yeah, Oklahoma. something like that. I, I forget which. Yeah. No, it wasn't Oklahoma. It was it, it, maybe I don't know. There was two so, states. Go ahead. The two states are, uh, failed to failed to do that. Um, and then I, I see things like um, it, it was in I think it was in Kansas five years ago where there was a massive teacher walkout. Uh, over wages, things, and so forth, and teacher rights. The Republican legislature was like, ah, screw the teachers for not giving them anything. <laughs> and now, five years later, the teacher crisis in that state has gotten so bad is that all the shit they said no to back then, they're like, now, okay, we'll give you whatever the fuck you want. Because we just completely fucked up. And we have such a bad teacher shortage that we can't go like this. Um, so I do. I I really think that the the negative reaction to a lot of this shit that they're doing, because this shit is deeply unpopular. Yes, all yeah. of it. Yes, this is absolutely the case where, like, and you even have some Republicans, like you said, the, the abortion states. stuff failed in a couple of states, but you've got you've got a few isolated Republicans who are basically saying, look, I'm, I'm anti-abortion too, but you guys pushing this, this way is going to make us all lose. Right. And I, and I, and I, and that's the thing, because if any of these things, you know, all these attacks on, on, on minorities, the, 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 you know, all this stuff, none of them are very popular. And it's like, and and so I really think that it gets to a point where this becomes, it starts, it will start reverting back to the mean. And, because, you know, I just don't think it's, you're thinking, well, it's just going to get worse. I actually well, don't think it will. Just, just very specific. And, and I maybe, and it's just, just because, you know, look, I know we've had a lot of, that shit going on, but it's just that I'm, it's the reaction I'm starting. It's the backlash I'm starting to see. Yeah, I I think you're definitely right on a backlash. And let me be more specific what I what I'm saying. Um, I think long term, or even I don't know, it depends what you define by medium or long term, right? But in the end, I think all of these reactionary positions that we're seeing will eventually lose because they are unpopular positions. And they're getting more unpopular with every year that goes by as yeah. older people die and younger people come up who are by huge majorities think that all of that stuff is bullshit, right? Right. You know, the, the, the younger generations are radicalized left at this point by yeah. significant majorities, yeah. even in red states. Okay. Yes. Um, now, so... I think there will be generational change that occurs. And I think that the, you're absolutely right about backlash as they push too hard. So I guess a lot of what I'm talking about is sort of medium ish term where I see that I see not the overall balance nationally. And again, like it's the difference between red States, blue States and purple States. 
I, I see the trends for red states being redder and blue states being bluer continuing with a huge battle in the purple areas. Um, and But even the red states becoming redder, I think probably is something that will crest at some point in the next, I don't know, 10, 15 years and then start going the other way. Yeah. Well, we'll see how long it takes, but sometimes, yeah. Sometimes change happens faster than you think. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I mean, you only have to look look at the change that we had happen the other way, for God's sake. Yes. Listen, if you asked me 10 years ago, would Roe v. Wade be struck down? What would you have said? Everybody was fairly confident it was settled law until we got a Donald Trump presidency. And then the people who were paying attention to the court were like, oh, shit, he's going to get to fill enough nominations that this will happen. A lot of people were still in denial at that point. Um, You were in denial at that point. I was like, you know, they're going to get their judges and then they're going to run rampant. Uh, But uh, but yeah, no, you would you would have expected prior to the Donald Trump presidency, everyone was like, this is this is one of those things that, you know, there are a few rabble rousers still talking about abortion, but public opinion has moved on on this. Like, you know, this is generally accepted and um, no, it's not going to get reversed. This is the thing. And, and, you know, and, but then we, everybody got a nice demonstration of how that assumption uh, was, was faulty. You know, like you get the right people in the court and all kinds of things that had been sort of laid down as, okay, this is permanent progress that this country has made can get undone in a couple of years. Right. So, yeah. And I suppose you're right. Like, you know, you, you get the right folks in and you can start reversing all those trends. But, but right now, like the country is still really tightly divided. I mean, um, yeah, I, and, you know, I, you, you look at 2024 presidential polls, Biden versus Trump, uh, like, f- forget Electoral College and the stuff I do at electiongraphs.com for the moment. You look at popular vote nationwide, you got, you, you just look at the last few days or weeks of polls, you got plenty showing either one of them winning. It's a 50-50 race, practically. And, you know, when you look at Electoral College, a 50-50 race gives an advantage to the Republican right now. But the point is, you know, it's not like there's well, not. Well, 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 not not really. That was the, you're making the same mistake we did in the last election with a fucking like, oh, 50-50. You know, it, it, everybody was assuming 50-50 race means it's up. It, oh, you uh, mean you mean for the congressional race? Yeah. Yeah, now, yeah. It, it, no. it's very that that assumption right now that used to be hold a, a lot truer than it was, but I, I don't know if that's the case anymore. Well, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you just just comparing popular vote to my models on uh, on a state by state basis on election graph, it is true right now. But any, anyway, because it's a it's a structure of electoral college, it's a different thing than the congressional thing. Blah blah blah. But anyway, my point is just. Forget about whether you're a little bit ahead, a little bit behind. The point is, it's still fucking close. You know, this is I, not- I know. But but look, I, I will say, I, I know you're- There are a lot of fucking Republicans. 
That's and, the and bottom line. That. And yeah, a lot of and a lot of them right now, and a lot of them right now are like and right now in the Republican primary race, Donald Trump has an outright majority amongst Republicans right now. It's not like the 30% situation we had, you know, in 2016. He's got an outright majority right now, uh, with everybody else far behind him. Now that may change. Who knows? We've got a long time to go. But you know, that that means about half of Republicans would rather not have Donald Trump. But according to all that we're seeing right now, those Republicans would still prefer him to a Democrat. You know, now you you are absolutely right, though, that we've got a lot to play out in terms of how yeah. abortion affects everything else. And it's still people aren't really thinking about that yet. And, and, and that's just yeah. and, and but here it's very abstract at the a moment lot of these, and it won't be in a year. Right. But but. A lot of these polls where they're showing like Biden versus Trump, the polling numbers are are both of them are polling in the low 40s. So like the combined combined percentage that they're showing is like there there are a lot of undecided people in the middle who way too exactly and 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 that's one one of the things that one of the numbers that some of the polling has said that's interesting and i didn't mean this to flip to polling but well you did i I know i did it but i didn't mean to it was an accident um (laughs) no but the uh of people who dislike both donald trump and joe biden Something like 75% of them would vote for Biden if forced to pick between the two. And so there you go. You know, so yeah, we we, we got a lot of stuff. My, my point, though, regardless of the specific polls, is simply that on a nationwide basis right now, we are still very divided. It's actually fairly evenly divided. It's not like all these Republicans have suddenly, you know, it, it, it's not like the Republicans are a persecuted small majority, a small minority right now. There are a lot of them. No, no, no. There's a lot of these. Fuckers. There are a lot of them. And it is, uh, you know, I, I, I at, at the moment, I still expect uh, 2024 to be, you know, a nail biter, knockdown, drag out. It could change. It could change completely before we get to there. But at the moment, it still looks like that. And all of these things I'm saying about long-term trends and blah, 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 those are long-term trends. They're not today. No, they're they're not today. But but not not that far off either. But yeah. Like I I, I yes. <laughs> I I mean and if nothing else, the sort of generational tr- changes, there's the inexorable passage of time. You know, there are people with us today that won't be with us in 10 years. And, you know, some of them, I, I'm going to be very sad about that because they're people I know that are, you know, getting up there. But um, at the same time, uh, you know, in terms of politics, you look at the divisions by age and the world will be very different once the silence and boomers move off the stage. Mm-hmm. And once we move off the stage too, and it'll, it'll happen eventually to all of us. Right. But we're, we're all, you know, we don't, we don't hang around that long. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, like, so, so your 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 point of view is you shouldn't get up and move based on uh, the politics in your state. You should stay and fight. Yes, 
but you acknowledge that if you are, if there is somebody in a, in a group that is directly negatively affected by everything going on, that that might change for that family or that. Group. Yes. No, I, yeah. And I, and I understand if they have to, uh, if they have to move. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I think that's it for political sorting or geographic sorting or whatever. It's geographic sorting by political, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, let's take another break and uh, then we'll finish it up with some other stuff. Back after this. Alex and the West. Dot com. Bang Alex and Dad. Gaming videos and more from Alex. Elementary school by day. YouTube by night. AlexMZilla.com. AlexMZilla is A L E X M X E L A. And dot com is period and then C O M. Okay, your turn. My turn. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's right. Shit. Uh, uh. All right. So I'm going to review a movie, I guess. Oh, okay. Is it, um, is it the one that's on the, the list already or something? Yes, it is. So okay. we got a Tetris movie. Okay. So, um, now that, that, I, I saw the trailer of this. I've added it to my list of thousands of movies that I may see someday. Cause it looked kind of cool. Was it cool or did yes, it? it was, it okay. was no, no, no. It was actually quite good. Okay. Uh, it, it, it's a story that, and I looked it up uh, pretty close to what really happened. Um, displayed on there. Um, you know, there was, I mean, it involved a bizarre combination of people, I have to say, um, including. Um, now, now, just to be clear, the Tetris movie is not like a little animated movie about blocks having no, an adventure no, no, or something. No. The like Tetris that. movie was the story of how Tetris uh, was actually developed in Russia, who developed it in Russia, how it was licensed outside of Russia. And how the first licensing um, was involved certain people of, <laughs> well, I, I was surprised that they were involved. Okay. And, and I had forgotten about this. Um, okay. Um, you know, we recently had the Epstein scandal. So we had uh, the Ghislaine Maxwell. Okay. Yeah. Went to jail, right? Yes. Well, her father's company, they, they had a, they had a electronic games division. They were the first ones that that had supposedly the licensing rights for the PC version of Tetris. Okay, so for for almost all the world except Japan. Okay, and then there was this one guy that had Japan, and they went through this intermediary that was the guy that negotiated with the Soviet government at the time to get this this uh, to get the rights for it. Um. And they go through the story of all the, oh my God, the things that happened in terms of how the the main focus of the movie is that uh, this guy had the licensing in Japan and he was looking at the licensing and then he was realizing 
that this licensing was for PCs, but not for uh, mobile games. Nintendo mm-hmm. was going to launch the Game Boy. They wanted to include, and he convinced them to include Tetris, and how he was fighting to get the rights to, you know, he, in order to be, he only had rights, I believe, for Japan, but wanted to get worldwide rights, okay, um, in order to do that. And the crazy, insane, you know, whole thing that even, even Gorbachev was in, involved uh, at some point, um, for real, because Robert Maxwell knew Gorbachev and he even called him directly because they were fighting to get this stuff and there were bribes and things and chases and and in the end this guy who was the creator in Russia you know he wound up moving to the US and teaming up with this guy in real life and the company that currently owns the rights to Tetris is theirs Hmm. Um, and so uh, but it tells it you know it goes back to a lot of the stuff that we forget was happening at the dissolution of the Soviet Union. Right. Um, a lot of the things that were happening in terms of the licensing of games. Well, and how and they, we, we were talking and, and about software. how fast change can happen. I just want to point out that the end of the Soviet Union was also happened pretty damn quick. Okay, yeah, go ahead. it happened very fast. And um, yeah, you know, and and how uh, you know because of the changes in technology, how you know, they didn't have the foresight to believe there would be a handheld gaming machine. So they licensed uh, arcade versions and computer versions. They never thought of the other ones. Mm. Um, and so how that became uh, uh, an issue. And But well-made movie, it really, you know... Uh, it, it it was it's a heartwarming story in certain ways because the end is a good ending. This you know uh, there is a good ending to this movie, and it was well made. And I I, I give a thumbs up. I I, I think um, I definitely had no idea. I mean, I knew that the game originated in Russia, but I didn't understand how complicated it had been in order to get the this game into the market in the United States. And how the freaking Maxwells were involved in it. And one of the things that happened, spoiler alert, was that, look, uh, Robert Maxwell, Ghislaine's dad, okay, um, at the time, he had overextended himself in his businesses and borrowed a, a ton of money. And he had, you know, the, the scandal that brought him down was, well, he died, first of all, and nobody... People think it's suicide or whatever, but you know he he died all of a sudden, fell off his yacht called Lady Ghislaine. Now he named it for his daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of a sudden he's dead. And when they went through the books, they had seen that he had been propping up his companies by raiding the pension funds. Okay, oh, for the companies. Okay, mm-hmm. and during that transaction, he had promised uh a $1 million wire transfer. And because of the cash shortages at the company, he had not, I, he is supposed to give a $1 million, uh, uh, payment, uh, to the Soviet government. And also he'd offered a bribe to this guy supposed to deposit his Swiss bank account, neither of which he had paid. And it's one of the, one of the reasons why 
he couldn't pull off keeping the rights to the game because he could not come up with a damn money. So, um, so I, I it, it, that was a very interesting tidbit, but um, thumbs up. Good movie. Highly recommended. Very okay. interesting story. And uh, I, I believe this is on Apple TV Plus, which you were raving yes. about for other shows a few weeks back. Yes. So, um, yes. yeah. So if you want to watch it, there you go. Yep. Apple TV Plus. Yep. And apparently it's good. Yep. It's good. So. Uh, so my turn, huh? One last topic. Yep. Okay. What what shall we do? Um, I got a couple choices I could go with here. Um, 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 let's, let's do debt ceiling stuff. Uh, uh-huh. the Republicans this week actually managed to pass a debt ceiling bill. Um, mm-hmm. it raises the date debt ceiling. It raises the debt ceiling while simultaneously doing deep cuts and all kinds of doing a whole bunch of ridiculous things that are unacceptable. Yes. And so it's, it's of course dead or dead on arrival in the Senate, let alone Biden ever conceivably signing this. Uh, well, so wait, 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 I thought it passed the Senate. Didn't no, they no. went? No, what, no, what no. is it that passed the Senate that because Feinstein was out? Oh, that, uh, that, that, that was, that was a completely unrelated, like, uh, what was that? Uh, it, it was, it was cuts in some program or other, and that one will be vetoed by the president and won't happen. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, because it was some cuts in program. So that's why I was like, I thought it was with the debt ceiling. So, okay. No, no, completely unrelated to the debt ceiling. Let me see if I can find what that one was. Um, there we go. Um, Oh, it wasn't even cuts in spending. It was, um, uh, pollution limits for trucks. There was a, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So this was, this was the whole thing about cutting NO2, uh, uh, nitrous oxide emissions from diesel trucks, which are dangerous and killed a lot of people. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so basically the house voted on this. Basically Biden put in a rule that tried to cut the pollution from the heavy duty trucks. The, um, the house, uh, the Republican house voted to eliminate that rule. I don't know the exact details, but basically undo what Biden had done. Uh, and then the Senate, um, surprisingly ended up also passing the thing to eliminate that rule by 50 to 49 because Manchin voted with the Republicans and Diane Feinstein, who's still out sick after months, was not available to vote. So it was 50-49. And so the Republicans won that, even though, you know, they don't control the Senate. Um, and it will be vetoed by the president. It will not become law, et cetera. If Feinstein had been there, it would have been 50-50. Harris would have uh, done the tie vote and then it would have failed. Um, but no, no, that's completely unrelated to the debt ceiling. The debt ceiling, what happened was that um, 
they actually like there was some question whether they could even get enough Republicans to pass anything related to this because they couldn't agree on sort of what to demand in exchange for raising the debt ceiling. Um, <laughs> but McCarthy finally got a deal within his own uh, group. It passed like by one vote or whatever. Um, and basically it's massive, massive, massive cuts in all kinds of things. And they will argue it's not cuts, it's savings is what they're trying to say. Because uh. it's, one, it, it's one of these deals, uh, which is... Previous debt ceilings have also been resolved this way, by the way, where they don't cut the actual current number, but just freeze it um, so that it when, when compared with inflation or, and anticipated growth and all of that kind of thing, it effectively goes down because it, you're spending less on it that you had planned to spend on it, but the actual number is flat. Um, they're trying to do that kind of savings that as opposed to cut. Uh, there may be some absolute cuts in there too, but there's a lot of that kind of thing where we're just not going to do the increases that were provided for by previous law. Um, and um, yeah, so he managed to get enough people on board. Uh, I think there was one Republican defector or something, but then that's all. No, there were more. There were the, he, had, he had Republican defectors, but just the amount he could afford to have. Uh, and no more. Uh, so he got that through. Um, and what it does is it proves, it, it allows them to put something on the table, right? Uh, because if they had not been able to do this, then they would have been, you know, ridiculed left and right. They are anyway. But the thing is with them passing something, they now have gotten a lot of press that says, okay, well now, it's on Biden to negotiate. Now he has to like split the difference with the thing that they've put on the table. And the Biden administration is saying, no, absolutely not. We are not going to negotiate on this. The Congress has to pass a clean debt limit increase with no strings attached. And they're sticking to that for the moment. Um, and uh, super, coin, super coin time. No. You know, I, I'm really frustrated because the both the administration, the Department of Treasury, and the Fed have all made statements saying that the the platinum coin is bullshit. And I know, I know, I'm, I, I I am also irritated by this as well. I mean, at the very least, keep it on the fucking table, right? You know, like there is no reason to just preemptively take that off the table. Um, like, cause the, the actual thing, like, you know, if they did it, would it go to court? Would it eventually go to the Supreme court? I'm goddamn sure it would, but then you put it on and say, okay, well you tank the economy then, <laughs> you know, like you do it and then you make them go to court over it. And, uh, but the, the other way that they could do that is instead of the coin, uh, hit the debt limit and just keep spending anyway. And claim the 14th Amendment. I think that's the right amendment that says, you know, we won't uh, renege on our debts, right? And just say, well, we have, we have committed already for these payments and we're going to keep making them. And the basically arguing that the debt limit itself is unconstitutional. Now, 
The problem with that, once again, you would be, of, of course, that would go to court. And of course, it would end up in the Supreme Court. And but again, you'd be sort of daring the Supreme Court to be, OK, you get to be the ones that tank the economy. And in the meantime, you'd have more negotiation and more time and to, to figure it out and other stuff. Um, but, you know, one of the problems with arguing that is, of course, both parties have seemingly accepted that the law was plenty constitutional for decades now or longer however long this thing has existed. Um, and so uh, it, all of these things would be interesting to play out. I think right now we're still in the, um, uh, what do you, what do you call it when the playing chicken? Uh, right. You, you know, where, you know, the white house has consistently said they are not going to negotiate period. End of story. Send us a clean bill. We'll sign it. Otherwise, fuck you. Um, and if you're going to tank everything, then that's on you and you'll get the blame and we'll, you know, I, I don't know. In the meantime, things could get hairy. Now, the thing is, I suspect also that this is another one of those situations where I, there will be all sorts of negative effects, but they won't be instantaneous. And so a lot of people, it, just like Brexit, right? It took years before people were really like, oh, yeah, okay, I guess that was a screw. Look, the last time. Even that, then, lots yeah, of people yeah, are not. Yeah, it, it's, um, but it, yeah, I mean. It's not the, like there'd I mean, be the red lines the next day. No, but it, it, look, it, the, the U.S. Uh, uh, defaulting on its debt would be catastrophic. I mean, I, 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 I'm not the, arguing no, that no, it no, wouldn't I, be. No, I'm no, just saying I, it take, I, I would think, take time. No, 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 no. But You're saying it would be the, instant. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Tell this me. is one of those. That isn't, this is more, no, this is one more like the financial crisis, not like, you know, like 2008. This is like, you know, banks going under quickly. Mm -hmm. This is chaos. This is quick chaos. Yeah, you know, look what just happened right now with these uh, problems with the with the banks. Okay, yeah, there's another that one we, having trouble this week. Yeah, yeah. It, well, th th this was on the list of the, the ones, yeah. the, the same ones that are having trouble. But um, they're all holding treasuries. If they don't pay, if, if the treasuries all of a sudden we don't meet those obligations, that means that the value of those will drop even further. Okay, mm -hmm. this is this is instant this is instant chaos. This is not delayed chaos. Well, okay, yeah. I mean, even a few days though gives the opportunity. To oh write. no, no, a few days. Yeah, it, it, but but if if the payment if 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 the debt's not paid on time, it, it, this this is chaos. I, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you and, right and now. And so, this, like the, it, like I said, we're we're playing chicken right now. The and the problem with the Republicans right now is that the deal, basically, in order to get what he got out of the Republican caucus, McCarthy had to promise that this was not the opening of the negotiation, but this was as far as he would go. Like there are Republicans in the caucus that don't want to raise the limit no matter what. Okay. Um, and getting them to even agree to this level of cuts was more than they wanted to do. So like 
it is unclear that if you put together a deal that said still had cuts, but half the cuts that were proposed this week by the Republicans, that you could get the Republicans to pass it in the House. Um, maybe you could. And and one possible scenario. Let's, like let's we were be talking- clear about this. In, in the Boehner years. Yes. The, the way that Boehner got it done. Democrats was, with a plus whole bunch of Republicans plus a handful of Republicans. Yes. And that's, yeah. that's the only way you can do it. And this is, and it is probably the way it may play out again this time, but then we've got the whole, well, then McCarthy's probably out as speaker after he makes that deal. <laughs> well, well, and we didn't expect them to last to the end of the no, year. No, we so did and, and we expected that this would be the crisis that would put that on yeah. the table. Now, right. so we, we, we've got a couple possibilities here. One is McCarthy blinks and makes that deal and says, okay, fine. Democrats plus a handful of uh, the most moderate Republicans we have Let's keep us from going over the cliff. And then he gives up his own speakership, essentially. And then we do something. Um, Another possibility is that Biden blinks and is willing to make a deal that can still, maybe it's not everything the Republicans passed this week, but it moves a little bit in that direction. And you're able to retain enough Republicans to make it happen. Um, And the third is that. One of those things happens, but only after we go over the cliff and it, you know, a couple days later they make the deal, but a whole bunch of damage is already done. Look, the last time or, or we the damn coin, close, we or did go, we did go a few days over and everything was able to be paid on time regardless. Yes. Okay. Um, so, um, even a couple of days over. Um, a couple of days over isn't a crisis, but if you go beyond that, then yes. And how how long do we have now? We're getting close. It's supposed to be like June I is the it was deadline. June. Yeah, yeah, it's looking like June. Yeah. So yeah, we got a month, basically, yep. for something to work out. Um, and and I feel like, you know. The the administration could just put a cork in it by saying, okay, fuck it, we're we're minting the coin. Or they could, you know, also say, you know what? 14th Amendment, we're gonna keep doing whatever we need to do, regardless, because frankly, if you don't pass this, we will have two conflicting sets of legal obligations. One says debt can't go over this amount. The other says you have to spend this money because that money has already been allocated and promised. And so we just have to pick which one to do and take us to court later. Uh, If the administration had the guts to just write out, say one of those two things, um, then they, they start to defuse the situation. But of course they would be raked over the coals for whatever they did. Um, I, 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 yeah. I, 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 the question is whether, honestly, what, what thing happens is mostly going to be McCarthy's choice. Like, what does he do? Like, and does he do a deal that can get us out of this through legislation 
or does he force the administration to do something that involves continuing to spend regardless of what the death debt death limit whatever the debt limit says whether it be the coin or the 14th amendment or whatever um if it's the death limit then it's pretty terminal yes yes so we'll see um Every other time that this has come up, there's been a last minute deal. Like you said, worst worst case is they missed it by like a day or two, but still managed to do something before anything really blew up. Right? Because right. they they fixed it over a weekend where things would right. have blown up exactly. on Monday. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Um. You know, but we've got the most intransigent version of the Republican caucus that we've had in one of these situations so far. So we'll see. Well, here's the thing. We had an intransigent version of this before, but what happened was that we had a we had a speaker who was willing to make the deal with the Democrats and who was willing to give up their speakership in exchange, you know, and is is McCarthy going to do that? Is he going to say, "Okay, I've been speaker for a few months. Good enough. Uh, I'll 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 give it up for the greater on my book. I'll go on my book tour now. Right. Is he willing to do that, or is he more? I like, don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over the edge. I honestly fuck them don't all. Know. I don't know. Okay. So, because, because also, like, you know, there's there's also the calculation here that you know when you do get to election year, it's the economy, stupid. So the best thing the Republicans could do is completely tank the economy, right? Because then everybody will blame it on Biden and vote Republican. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I. We'll see about that. <sighs> okay. I think we're done here. We're done. Uh, so the stuff at the end, thank you for joining us. Go to our website. It's curmudgeons-corner.com. You'll find all our archives. You'll find our... Archives. 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 Is that like chives? Yeah. Isn't it archives? Archives. Yeah. Okay. Archives. Um, yeah. You'll anyway. You can find our archives. You can go listen to all of our old shows, all of that kind of stuff. You'll also find our contact information, uh, Mastodon, email, Facebook all of that kind of stuff. Get in touch with us. We would love to hear from you. Uh, Criticisms, suggestions, comments, blah, blah, blah. Criticisms are good. Criticisms are fine. We're okay with that. We will, we, we we will be upset and cry. (laughs) Not really. Okay. Yeah. Not really. But I guess it depends what you say, but yeah, whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll we'll be fine. We, We will be fine. We will survive. Anyway, uh, we, we would love to hear your comments, suggestions, whatever. Uh, send them our way. Um, also, uh, also on our that website, on curmudgeons-corner.com, you will find a link to our Patreon where if you really like the show, you can contribute to the expenses of the show. And uh, at various levels, we'll mention you on the show. We'll send you a postcard. We'll send you a mug. Uh, at the highest level, which no one has ever done, we'll, we'll let you record one of the breaks for the show that we put in our rotation. Um, and importantly at $2 a month or more, or 
If you just ask us nicely in any of the other ways we mentioned, we will invite you to our Curmudgeons Corner Slack, where Yvonne and I and some of our listeners are chatting throughout the week. And, and look, sending boss, links, if you're listening, if yes. you're listening, look, you gave, listen, you've given other people more money. Listen, we could we, we could take like a $5 Elon. million dollar Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you gave some bucks for his stuff. Look, I mean, we'll, I mean, I'll, listen, for, we'll, we could do something for a lot less money. You might even make some money. Say. <laughs> sure. I mean, I'll, anyway, try, I'll try to make it profitable. Anyway, for $2 a month or more, uh, we will also invite you to our Commudgeons Corner Slack. Or if you just ask us nicely. So, Yvonne, what is one thing that we mentioned on the Commudgeons Corner Slack this week that we have not talked about on the show at all? Uh, well, there was some Japanese company that launched some kind of like a lander to land on the moon. Yes. And apparently if I were to PR people for them, and I've learned from the SpaceX people, I would say that, uh, the mission, this was a, it created a successful forceful impact disassembly. Hmm. What do you think? I was, I was thinking maybe... Look, it wasn't actually a lander. It was a subsurface probe. Ah. Okay. There you go. Now, anyway, if they had succeeded, this would have been the first private company rather than a country to land something on the moon. There have only been a few countries to land anything on the moon. Obviously, the U.S. is the only one who's landed people on the moon, but there have been a couple others that have landed probes and landers and things uh but no company this would have been the first company but unfortunately it apparently um had an unexpected acceleration when it was like 30 feet above the the surface or something and you know crashed somebody pressed the wrong you know somebody hit the gas instead of the brake something like that yes yeah Something yeah. like that. Uh, who knows if they'll, you know, I'm sure they'll spend all kinds of time and effort trying to figure out exactly what went wrong. They still don't know for sure. Um, and maybe they'll never know, or maybe they'll figure it out. I don't know, but they'll, I'm sure they'll we'll send try you it. up there to figure it out. Yeah, that's that, that'll be it. That uh, I'll, I'll, I'll head on up there and examine and I'll, I'll know the answer. In a get few get back up yeah. to us. Yeah. Uh, you know, as uh, Bruce mentioned, you know, and, and I've, I've always said, look, I, I mean, shows you again, how the hell did these guys do it in 1969, for God's sakes? Bruce being one of the people on our Commudgeons Corner Slack who's occasionally co-hosted the show. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it, it actually is when you think about what they were able to do with, with the technology they had. It, it, I mean, it's mind boggling how primitive what they had to work with was during the Apollo era. I mean, obviously they spent a massive amount of money, a huge engineering effort, lots of big rockets, lots of big stuff, you know, but the, the computing power was like nothing that so much had to be done by hand. I, I've saw some analysis, some, some people talking about the, the new moon rocket and well, why can't you just recreate what they did in Apollo for some of these things? And the answer was that for lots of the parts of it, there weren't even any written plans that right. are, were accurate because they did 
they had an initial plan that might have been written, but then when it didn't work, the workers would just adjust things on the fly with no right. record of what they did. Right. You know, and so it's like, okay, well, it worked. Um, and honestly, it's damn lucky that it did work. I mean, like Apollo could have easily ended up like this probe did, you know? Yeah. I mean, even when you talk about um, the first landing, there's that whole drama in the last 30 seconds where oh, they're almost yeah. out of fucking fuel. Yes. And, yes. and Armstrong had to take over by hand and and like move in a direction they, they hadn't planned because the initial landing area was too rocky and blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, they've got seconds of fuel left. Like they're damn lucky that they didn't crash or get stranded on the moon or something like that. It, it's amazing what they did with the technology of the time. And and frankly, it's, you know, we're, we're going to try again over the next few years. We mentioned last week about how, well, apparently the lander's dependent on SpaceX. And, uh, well, I, I bet you that timetable is at risk now in terms of when we're actually going to land on the moon again. Well, they basically but, right now have uh, all the permits that SpaceX had to launch anything from there right now have been just suspended. Like, right. Yeah, they've been halted. Uh, they, they I mean, because of all the it, it wasn't just. If the rocket has just failed, I don't think it was a big deal. But just so much happened yes. in terms of damage, impact to the area surrounding it, um, you know, the noise, the, the, the it, everything. They it, have to just, fix all kinds of shit. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, and, and they I'm, have to I'm prove almost like, to regulators that they have done so. I, I don't think... Look, I, I, I got to be blunt. I don't think they should be allowed to launch that rocket from their period at all. Well, whether whether they, yeah, they, they probably shouldn't be allowed to launch it from that specific location again because of some of the reasons we talked about last week in terms of yeah. the, the size of the exclusion zone and all kinds of other stuff. Yeah. But even if they launch it from like one of the pads at Cape Canaveral uh, with all the right safety equipment, blah, blah, blah. There are other issues that have been brought up by this that they are going to have to solve and satisfy regulators on, blah, blah, blah. This is going to be a significant delay in their plans. And you yes. know, th oh, yeah. they, they may eventually solve it, although I heard some people speculate of you know how much delay can SpaceX handle financially before they're in trouble as well. But um, you know. I, I they'll, they'll fix the, I I I feel like they'll fix the issues. They'll try again. It's just a delay, but we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, but the 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 whole moon lander crashing also just is another example that this shit is hard, even with today's technology. Hey, you know, super hard. Yeah, you know, no so, doubt about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, with that, we are done. Uh, thanks, everybody. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you again next time. Goodbye. Bye. Go away. Go to sleep.
do something. Bye. <laughs> Bye.